What's going on, everybody? This is Travis Miller, a.k.a. Mr. Cornerstone, and you're listening to another episode of the Becoming One podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, I just want to thank you for tuning in, for listening, for joining us, for joining this community of people. Um, We have a really good topic for today, and I hope you enjoy it and come back time and time again and interact with us. You can hit us up on social media at becoming the number one podcast. That's becoming one podcast on Instagram and Facebook, or you can email us at becoming one podcast at gmail.com. That's becoming O N E podcast at gmail.com. Now, if this is not your first time tuning in and you've been here for a while, for however long that's been, I want to thank you as well for tuning in, for interacting with us, for coming back week after week and just joining this conversation. Um, and then just, you know, let, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Let us know how we can grow and how we can better serve you. So thank you for being here. So today, uh, well, I guess if you've been here for any amount of time, you probably noticed that Monet or confidently underscore free is not here today. Uh, she, along with the kids, are vac- on vacation. So I'm here. But I want to jump right into uh, our quote of the day. So I decided to go ahead and keep Monet's section or Monet's quote of the day because Y'all like the quotes, so I'm doing this for you. (laughs) Okay, so the quote comes from an Instagram page that I follow, and they put out a lot of really good information and just tips and messages for black men. This one is about marriage, and it's, it's really been kind of my philosophy since we got married or since I got married. Um, but this quote says Kings, if marriage is a ministry or act of service, then there's no room for the self-serving advice of happy wife, happy life. It's happy spouses, happy lives in a healthy marriage. The happiness of both parties is equally important. Marriage is about teamwork. Ideally, it's about two individuals, both with their own needs, emotions, likes, and dislikes, creating a life together. Hence why marriage is a ministry. So that's that's your quote. Again, that's from Therapy for Black Men. That's Therapy for BLK Men. And that's an Instagram page that I follow. Uh, and they just put out a lot of really good uh, information. You should definitely go follow them as well. But this is I thought that was really good. I thought that that was something that many, many, many men have struggled with and they really need to hear. I remember when me and Monet first were in marriage counseling and we got out of one of the sessions. And during the session, I remember I kind of went blank and I was thoughts uh, interacting with the individuals involved and it just felt really uh, emasculating if 
it felt like they were tearing me down. Um, it was, you know, they kept saying things like, well, why would she marry you? Why would she marry you type of thing? Uh, when we, when we left out or during the, during the session, uh, we kept, or I kept hearing things like, you know, if, if it's not helping her, then, you know, it shouldn't be done. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And I get, I get what they're saying. And I get, I even understand happy wife, happy life, you know, it's, but the, so I get the, the heart behind it. Right. But the honest truth outside of the fairy tale of happy wife, happy life is that happy wife, happy life does not work. And it, I don't think it ever will work because one person cannot make another person happy. You know, a person has to be happy themselves within a marriage or a relationship. You understand what I'm saying? Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. I'm not really, I'm talking to you, but there's nobody in the room. You feel me? So it's kind of weird or feels different. So, uh, what, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that this, this doesn't work, or I don't believe that this works. I even remember leaving that session. I looked at Monet and I said, Monet, if this is what you want from me, then I can't give that to you because I'm not going to live a life where I'm deemed less than or where I am put in a position to not be happy myself simply to make somebody else happy. I understand, you know, you serve your wife. That I'll get that. I'm with that. I agree with that. You should serve your wife and your family, but your happiness is or my happiness is just as important as the other individual's happiness in that family. Right? So, yes, serve your family. Yes, be uh sometimes that means sacrifices. It oftentimes it means sacrificing if I'm real. But your happiness is just as important and that can't be taken away. Um, otherwise, I believe that's a big reason why a lot of marriages fail and why I have to have a lot of conversations with men on why marriage is still good for them. So that's my two cents. Sorry, I kind of peeked there on the sound, but that's my two cents for that. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Do you believe in happy wife, happy life? Uh, what do you think about happy spouses, happy lives? It's not as catchy, but let, let me know. Talk to me. Talk to me. And then uh, again, I don't normally do this as far as social media being the topic for the day. Uh, but this is, again, something that is surrounded conversations that I have with my my inner circle of people. So there's a viral video video going on, going around the internet right now, and it's by Kier and them. That's the Instagram page, but it's a black family. It's a, a father and uh, a father and mother with their daughter, and they just show, you know, what the black what a black family looks like. A lot of it is happy, but in this one, uh, he was spe specifically talking to black men and I'll put the audio in
lot of young men, particularly young black men, hit me up being like, yo, I can't wait to be a dad. I can't wait to be a father. And I love that because I think the men that were a generation before us got raised by the men that were a generation before them. And those men didn't really know warm love because a man didn't express those things that way back then. And I feel like I owe those young men to tell them, like, bro, this is hard. Because it exposes things about you that you don't know about yourself. It exposes all of your insecurities. And it's, man, it's a huge emotional undertaking if you do it the right way. So while you see me and Noemi hugged up and loved up on each other, and we got this cute vlog and make these cute videos and cute pictures, it's because we put in an immense amount of work to make this thing happen, man. We do it every day. We be having sit-down vlogs and we, we be on the cusp of beefing with each other. But we find that one thing in common that just always brings us back to remembering why we're together. So, bro, when you see this and me playing with my baby and it looks really cool and you want to have those moments, just know that that's the upside. It comes with a downside and it can be incredibly painful if you allow it to be. So before you take on a family, bro, go see somebody about your past and go see somebody about the trauma that you've endured throughout the course of your life and start healing. Because if you don't heal from that, you'll have all this and you'll never be happy. And I don't want that for nobody, especially anybody who thinks that you can just pour water over a lady and a baby and have a happy family overnight. This ain't oatmeal, man. Basically, the, the gist of what he's saying is that uh, it's cool to see the videos of him loved up on his family. It's cool to see all this, um, but it's it's hard, right? It takes work. It take there's some background behind the the happy videos and you know things of that nature. You see him with his kids, and you see him having conversations with his daughter, and you know he's telling jokes and they're singing songs and things of that nature but there's a lot of background to that right there's a lot that goes into the 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 happiness that you see you don't see the beefing you don't see the working out the inner workings of each other and why you think the way you think and he talks about how in today's world he's seeing and he's dealing with more men particularly black men that are coming to him saying yo i want that i want the family i want the kids you know that's 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 what i want in life and i'm having those same conversations people coming to me travis man i can't wait to have kids i can't wait to have a wife i can't wait to have a family and yada yada, yada. but there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into this especially if you're talking about being um a working father and having a stay-at-home wife or uh, a wife that is home with the kids. There's a lot that goes into it that you really, I don't believe, have been shown yet. You know, there's here and there you'll see it. Uh, belief in fatherhood. There's another Instagram page that shows a lot of the inner workings of family. I believe they do a really good job. And here and them. I really hope I'm saying that name right I, I apologize brother if i'm saying it wrong but they're another family that you know they can they talk about these things 
and and we want to be one as well but there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it and he's he's just trying to convince you and tell you that when you want to go into that journey of fatherhood or marriage that please he says please go get some healing right heal from those traumas of your past and he couldn't have been more right you know and if you don't know that you have these traumas or yada 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 whatever you want to call them you you probably do and just don't realize it because that's that's the tricky thing about trauma is that it disguises itself as normal you know something that's normal in your life uh, I remember there was a, a preacher T.D. Jakes where he said that growing up he thought it was normal for ketchup to be used in spaghetti because that's all he knew because that's how he grew up and that's how trauma disguises itself is oh you think it's normal for you know parents to beat on their kids when they're mad or you know things of that nature and we have to deal with those things and they can come out in ugly ways as a uh, adult ugly ways as a father and you don't even realize that the root of it is from something that's happened to you in the past right um just a little, some of my background or some of my personal experiences is mainly me when i really realized that i had those type of traumas was in college i remember talking to my now sister-in-law at one point and telling her about it was probably some you know money trouble that i was having i don't really remember how we got into the conversation but then at the end of the conversation she said okay well you know here you can take this money and go get what you need it was i don't know it was probably a sandwich or something something simple it wasn't a lot of money but i was like no i can't <laughs> i can't take that money from you and she was like well why not and when she said why not i didn't really have an answer it just felt wrong it was just like i know i i knew that i couldn't take it from her it, I thought it was a borrow, but it wasn't a borrow. She was giving me the money. And then, you know, I'm thinking to myself, well, are you going to hold this over my head? And that was why I didn't want to take it was because I felt like she was going to hold it over my head that, well, yeah, you you had to borrow money from from me, yada, yada, yada. Right. And that is a a trauma that was rooted from childhood that I had to deal with. Right. And there's many, many more times that that came up, not in the same sense, but it came up more times before I actually realized it. Another one is when TJ was first born, you know, it was difficult for me to tell him that I loved him. Right. And I didn't know why. It just felt like there was a block that was placed in front of those words coming to to him or for me to say that to him rather. I wasn't really used to saying or hearing I love you from men until I got to college, right? It was my boy Tyrone. Like when he first said it, I was like, whoa, you talking to me? Like you, <laughs> you talking to me right now? He said, I love you, brother. I'm like, 
yeah cool i love you too and it was it was just it just felt awkward right and it's it's not that it was wrong it's just that i wasn't used to that right i wasn't used to uh somebody telling me that i wasn't used to that just being a a part of normal conversation right um it's it's normal now but it wasn't then if that makes sense to you right so now you know before i get off the phone with my friends you know we're always saying i love you man or i love you bro whatever whatever the case is but it it didn't happen you know i don't know four years ago five years ago whatever the case is right and it's just because that wasn't a part of what we see or what we heard growing up another thing that he brings up is that uh the men that we were raised by were raised by the men before them and in those particular circles those men didn't know warm love like they didn't actually realize what love is right and i don't feel like i was raised in that type of warm love that he's talking about you know and this can be and i'm saying all this because and i'm trying to say it as simple as possible because you might be you might be in a relationship with somebody like this and not realize it or you might be the person like this um and not even realize it but i was talking to my brother and for the men out there i'm gonna tell you the same thing that i told him is that we have to have a lot of grace with ourselves and with other people right because we have to have a lot of grace with other people because you know they might not understand they may think they understand but they might not actually understand and they confuse your actions or your words for you know whatever they however they interpret it and you know they think they have an understanding but they actually don't and then you have to have some grace with yourself because you have not seen love acted out in your life right you don't really you have an idea of what you want you know your life to be like of what you want this image of family to be like but if you have not seen this you you don't know what it feels like you don't know what it looks like you're really creating you know just this image that you have in your mind which is cool that's cool but it's hard it's hard work uh and there may be a lot of blocks that you have to get through like when i talked about it, it was hard for me to tell tj that i loved him um and i still to this day i don't know what that block was um it's easy for me to say it now but when he was first born uh i just it was like i couldn't and i'm saying this because i want men to hear me and and then really ask themselves the questions of am i traumatized do i have some of these issues you know do i need to give myself some more grace like what's really going on right you know how how do how do you go about healing from these processes like, like me uh i heal within my friend circle i haven't made it around to therapy sessions and you know things of that nature uh but i do think that therapy is great 
Um, and it's something that I probably will get into in the future. But right now I haven't made it around to it just because I don't have the, I don't have the mental space to, to go through that right now with, you know, with just with everything going on. But it is something that needs to happen. If that, does that make sense to y'all? If I'm making sense. Well, if I'm not, I'm sure you'll let me know. <laughs> but um, my goal for today is that you hear me and you have the conversations with your significant other about your past, why you may do things the way you do. And, you know, you expose some some part of yourself. You know, that's true intimacy within a marriage is exposing some parts of yourself. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of it may lead to beefing or fighting uh, just because there's some ugly parts of ourselves that we don't we try to hide and we try to, you know, not let it be shown. We try to keep it under wraps, yada, yada. Or we only talk to certain people about it. So some of it might lead to an argument, but it's better to go through the argument than to walk around it. Right. Uh, it's better to get to the other side of that thing than to uh, hide it, hide from it or uh, try to avoid it. If that makes sense. So what I, my message for y'all today uh, is Kings. Take care of yourself. No. Make sure you're good. And if you're if you're in a relationship with somebody like this, just understand that they might not have seen the type of love that you're trying to receive from them. It doesn't mean that they don't want to give that type of love. It just means that they don't know how to do that and keep themselves. Right. They might not actually know how to love you the way you want. And it just takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of intimacy. It takes a lot of conversation in order to get to that place. And it takes some tools to get there as well. Um, but if you take your time, you, you can get there. So that's my message for you, y'all. And go heal, y'all. Go heal. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the Becoming One podcast. Um, please interact with us. Tell us what you think. Tell us your thoughts and ideas. And we will see you on Friday. All right. Peace.